Welcome to the Cricket's Sidecar, where we go a little further into a story of note with the person who wrote it. All right, so here we have a bittersweet, a sad story. Yes. With Chris McGinn. <laughs> it's very sad. <laughs> Erba, Essex River Basin Adventures, correct? Exactly. Erba. Exactly. exactly. Most people are familiar with Erba either because they have such an, a unique sort of logo and sign that you see as you kind of swing around John Wise Avenue and you're driving either towards Essex or, I mean, Ipswich or coming back from Ipswich to Essex. Totally. It's just before Ernie's garage. Right. Yes, it's <laughs> on the right opposite there. side of the street. Erba has been around. It's been an institution. You either see it that way or you see their kayaks on their racks tooling all over Essex and Kanoa yes. Point and back and forth and back and forth. 25 years, Ozzy and Sandy. Sandy. Yeah. Ozzy and Sandy. Um, tell us about Erba and why it's bittersweet. Well, I mean, gosh, there's so much to be said. Well, we'll I will lead into the bittersweet by talking about how great it was. I mean, the thing, the, well, the thing, what? Let me ask you something. Oh. You just used the word was. I never said what it would say. They've decided to close. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So Irv so, closing for those of you. <laughs> so bittersweet is because they're closing now. Sorry. So yes. So sadly. So yes. The, the reason we wrote the story, we should have written it just to celebrate them, which we actually did try to do last year, but is because Irva's closing its doors. And this is sad because Irva was just this, this heart of, they're in the heart of Essex, but they also were able to show people Essex from the water and in a way that was, you know, you could commune with nature, you could see these places you otherwise would not see, but it, it was just fun and you would go, my first introduction to Essex was before we even moved here, I did an Urba kayaking tour. And you know, there were these great young, vibrant guides and you, you know, you, you, you felt a little tough cause you got in a kayak and <laughs> they took you out and they had all these great details and the kids had a blast and they took you out just long enough that you felt like you'd really done something and you came back a little salty and tired and then, you know, and you, you got in these, you loaded into these vans that just, again, I wrote, like, it made you feel like summer camp. Like, it just was a wonderful experience, a great way to spend your day, and a great way to learn more about Essex. And, and of course, when you got off, there was discussion about where to have dinner, and, you know, if it was the afternoon, you know, they would say go to CK Pearls, but then the, the guides would tell you that they all go to Essex River Dogs. So yeah. <laughs> you had to make that difficult decision. But yes, um, so, but Ozzy and Sandy had, had, had been there for 25 years. And they, what's interesting is they split their time actually between Essex and then they ski up in, up in northern, northern, northern California in Shasta in the wintertime. And then they would come back and, you know, hire all these local young kids and run this great business for 25 years. They know how to live, let me tell you. They do have it figured out, as far as I can tell. This is a pretty, a pretty great mix they've got going on. And they, I, I want to take a page from their book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I, I'm lucky enough to know Shasta pretty well, so they're they're in a good spot. So now that Urba is closing, um, they do plan on continuing, though they will, they live in Essex in the summer, and they will kayak, and they will continue to be part of the community, of course. But I have to admit, you know, I bought all my kayaks from Urba. Whenever I need a tip, on kayaking I call Urba which I guess I could still do but it is it's a loss and sadly there's really nothing that's coming in to replace it quite exactly so we will all have to find our own way for a while in our kayaks I will say that um it's an incredible view of it's an incredible view of the Essex area from the water yeah. you know the back of you know Hog Island and going you know just just it's incredibly beautiful and there are beaches you can access only by kayak. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I've done it a couple of times. It was sort of a go-to for like a bachelorette party. Mm. I, 
I know, that's probably unusual, but let me tell you something. You say, oh yeah, we're going to go kayaking for the day with, you know, with Herba. And, and the, you know, your friends are like, oh, that's great. And you, you sort of see them kind of, kind of looking at you with hesitation, <laughs> sort of like, I'll reserve judgment for later, but that sounds like not very fun. And by the end of the day, it's just, it was this magical experience, yeah. like really, really wonderful thing to do collectively with friends or with family. It's just so beautiful. Yeah. Um, so I'm sorry spent. that they've sort of, you know, sort of, you know, packing it in, but not really. I understand they're, um, and the other thing, by the way, before we move on to the fact that they're gone, what, give them credit for, uh, one thing I learned in your story was that when you do kayaking trips, I guess, um, you, it's, it's very technical and you have to go through these long kind of setups and trainings before you can even hop in a boat. And Urba did what? Well, what's, what's beautiful, yeah, and I've had that experience where, you know, you're sort of itching and twitching and you're sitting through this like two hour presentation so they can send you off alone in a kayak. And Urba was brilliant. They were like, people want to get on the water. We want to do this. So they have rigorously trained guides that give you, you know, a, a quick nuts and bolts description of how it's going to go. You know, here's how you get into your boat. Here's how you get out of your boat in the water, on land, blah, blah. And off you go. And because of that, they actually, I can't remember what the number is, but they had, they were able to get so many, so many more people on the water. And it was, it was an easier experience. It was a more enjoyable experience. I think at one point, I can't remember from the article, but I think they had like 180 people on the water one in one day. Exactly. They they had had these incredible numbers, which is why we couldn't do an article on them last year because they didn't need exposure and didn't didn't welcome it because they didn't (laughs) want to, they didn't want to add to all the demand. But uh, you know, it's hilarious that we're talking now about how great they are because uh, they no longer are. (laughs) Right, right. How great they were. I know. But you know, you're right that the, uh, first of all, the guides are still around. And, you know, it is worth noting that you can find sort of, um, you know, Herba guides are still around and they can still be accessible. And the kayaks, I understand, didn't the kayaks, many of them go to the trustees or no? Is that a rumor? Yeah, I think think quite a few of them did. But yeah, they've they've scattered. I'm actually personally very sad that I didn't find out about this because I need two more kayaks. (laughs) But yeah, they they scattered. And I think that, yeah, I think that the trustees grabbed a few because you will be able to do some kayaking off of cranes, although it won't be quite the same as Herba. Um, you know, maybe someone will come in and, and fill the slot, but for now it's, it's going to feel very empty. Oh, rest in peace. (laughs) Herba question mark. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of Sidecar. To hear more Cape Ann stories like these, subscribe to the Sidecar podcast from thecricket.com on your favorite podcasting platform.